0: Hey, Welcome to Hey Assbutt.
1: Hey! Hey, welcome Chris. to Hey Assbutt! <laughs> <laughs> Ari can scream when Ben cannot.
2: I... My, no one can shut me up. You can try, but you won't succeed.
0: hmm So we're here. Where no one else can be here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> In honor of the fact that... Uh, Travis has been bar- bombarding us with west wing opinions and thoughts.
3: Yeah. We're
2: going to be talking about characters we'd like to see recontextualized in different stories. How do oh, those two yeah. things connect? They don't. They're just two things we've been talking about recently.
0: Yeah, a uh, friend of the show, uh I I tweeted at or I put on Facebook one of our one of Travis's thoughts and he came back with, yeah, uh Joe Biden is just uh, <laughs> arthur vinnick i believe is his name
2: arnold vinnick arnold
0: Arnold vinnick Vinnick. so it's like yeah fuck that hurts
2: for context arnold vinnick is my favorite republican he also can't exist the west wing is a liberal pipe dream it's it's it only exists in our 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 most ideal selves right um and arnold vinnick is a republican who like is a good person i i guess
1: (laughs) fuck yeah, are those going real the-
2: anymore? Do those exist?
1: <laughs> like, basically, I I sent that message to the group chat right after the episode where um he's Arnold Vinick has like won the Republican primary, mm-hmm. and then he goes to talk to the president, and they're like eating ice cream in the basement.
2: Yes, I love that.
1: And. Or like wherever the kitchen is, they're just eating ice cream. And he talks about why he hasn't gone to church. And I was just like, and, and then at the end, he like tells the press why he he's not going to go to Reverend what's his what's his shit's uh church. Yeah. And I was just like, God damn. Hmm. Repo- why can't why can't every Republican be like him?
2: A, a Republican who's not going to pretend to be Christian just to like get points with his base. Yeah. Uh, and pardon my language, it's a goddamn miracle. So um, yeah. And we've also been talking about like like it's Halloween time, right? So it's spooky movie time. Yeah. And you know what my favorite spooky movie is? Maleficent.
1: <laughs> 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 that's that's like that's like saying Harry Potter is your favorite Christmas movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's wrong with that, Travis? <laughs> I mean, nothing according to ABC Family. Yeah, I guess they're called freeform
1: fight. now, but. Yeah. God, I remember. Like, just seeing all the fucking. Two things that are not Christmas related that always get dragged into Christmas. One, Harry Potter marathons on ABC Family. Two, the song My Favorite Things from The Sound of Music. It's not a fucking Christmas song. You
2: know what? I would also argue there is a Jack Frost, like, Rankin and Bass special. What the fuck does Jack Frost have to do with Christmas other than he's cold?
1: Yeah, that's it.
2: Eh. (laughs) And depending on where you live, Christmas isn't even that cold.
1: Yeah.
0: Very true.
2: It's like 80 degrees outside today.
0: Yep. It's like. It's also October. November. I mean, yeah, Christmas.
1: it's not
2: Christmas yet. So. I mean, that's true. That's true. Still, I bet you yeah. anything. Around Christmas time this year, we're gonna be like, last week or two weeks ago, we were like, it's shockingly very cold up here right now, and now yeah. it's ba- it, now it's back to normal Alabama fall weather where mm-hmm. it's like you can wear a t shirt. It's br- it's balmy.
0: Damn, I'm just here yeah, like you gotta right
1: you now. gotta put on like a light coat at night. But... Yeah,
2: maybe that's a that's a maybe on that. Mm-hmm. But for the rest of the time, you're just like you can walk around naked and you're fine.
0: Yeah. And you
2: know? this and this weather, it's just like I mean, whatever. I don't know. I'm just disappointed because I bought some really cute sweaters. <laughs> And I was like, I'm gonna wear them this year. It's gonna be great. And now I'm gonna have to wait for fucking January before I even have to think about breaking them out. I'm upset about it.
3: it's yeah, fine. How it's whatever. It, goes. it In the is middle of
0: January when you get that bone chilling wind.
2: Yeah, fools fools plan. God laughs. Am I right, guys? Speaking of God, I've been doing very well recently. Um <laughs> So, yeah, so I think today we're going to talk about um, characters being recontextualized in ways that we like, maybe seeing them recontextualized in ways that we don't like, and then also, uh, you know.
0: Taking,
2: taking a No, not hold on, not not this week, baby uh, But taking a look at characters Maybe that we would like to see um, In different lights You know, classic classic movie characters Or books or what have you And I think my lovely co-hosts My lovely and talented co-hosts are going to start Because I don't have any fucking answers So
1: yeah. have fun, well, guys th- This kind of spurred on how I, I watched the Netflix series Ratchet Mm-hmm and I thought it was really cool. It was, like, visually very interesting. The story got a little off the rails towards the end, but overall it was a very entertaining show. Uh, and then I watched One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest because I'd never actually watched that before. hmm And I know that Nurse Ratchet was, like, kind of characterized as a cold, robotic, kind of nurse boss, right? Yeah. But I didn't get that at all in my... when I watched the the One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest movie. I know the book is, like, incredibly... not incredibly different, but... I know the book has a lot more different characterizations. Um, but... I... I just... I read Nurse Ratchet as a lady who just is trying to do her job and that's it (laughs) she's just trying to get her job done y'all yeah (laughs) there's nothing wrong with her
2: I will say I've read the book and I've read the and I've watched the movie I have not seen the Netflix series Ratchet but um, with the book and the movie at least first of all the main character um, Jack Nicholson's character. Kind of a dick.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, kind of a douchebag. You know? Like, he's definitely the hero in both the book and the movie, but honestly, I would like to see he re- him recontextualized into being, like, kind of an asshole.
1: Yeah. You know? Hmm. I mean, he is an asshole. He's, like, he's the a, whole time. He's a total he's asshole.
2: asshole. He's a total asshole. Um... And I don't, I don't necessarily see Ratchet as someone just doing her job because she does like, you know, try to push some lobotomies on people. You know,
0: she's yeah, some people need lobotomies. <laughs> yeah,
1: I guess
2: <laughs> so it's you know, t- tell that to the Kennedys. But like,
0: yeah, <laughs>
2: God.
1: I mean, does that happen more often in the book?
2: It's been a I, while. I mean,
1: I I know that. Uh, Jack Nicholson's character in the end it like he winds up getting a lobotomy
2: whoa spoiled no I'm just kidding yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Travis um yes yeah, so- but
1: like I, I never really I didn't really read her as being like lobotomy crazy Or
2: anything. Well, I don't really. I think in the, again, and it's been a while since I've read the book and seen the movie. um, I'm pretty sure in the book there's a couple more, like, people who are threatened. I think one more guy maybe gets the lobotomy, but I might be making that up. Okay. Um, But she's definitely somebody, it's very clear she's somebody who likes to be in control, right? Yeah. But the book also just kind of reads out, like, a lot of these guys, there's nothing really wrong with them. It's just, like... Society or whatever. Like, if they could go hire some prostitutes, they'd be fine, you know? Yeah. Um, And she definitely, in the book, for sure, she definitely, like, so you know the really, like, nervous guy in the movie? Yeah. Who, like, um, Jack Nicholson's character hires prostitutes for him? Yes. Well, in the book, Nurse Ratched is like, I'm going to tell your mom about this. And that leads, it's very much implied that, like, Nurse Ratched is saying this to him, not out of, like, being good or being worried about him, but instead just, like, trying to make him feel bad for what he's done. And that leads him to commit suicide. Gotcha. Not that that was necessarily her intention, but that is, like, the consequences of some of the in part it's a consequence of her actions right now gotcha. that being said i do think that those books have a pretty misogynistic bent so mm-hmm. um you know it's like you kind of have to i just wouldn't trust the perspective from which those books are written or necessarily the narrator essentially
1: right well allegedly uh who is the author of one Flew or the cuckoo's nest i, fucking, hold on. I can't remember but yeah. I, I think when I was when I was looking up stuff about Nurse Ratchet, I I read a little anecdote. I don't know if there's like a source on this or anything, but apparently the author met the lady that he kind of based Nurse Ratchet off mm-hmm. off of mm-hmm. years and years later. Yeah, and she was just like a nice little lady. Yeah, and she was a totally normal person.
2: Can, uh, case Cassie.
1: Yeah, K E S -S E Y, something like that.
2: Yeah, and McMurphy, Matt. uh, It's like something. Randy McMurphy is the the guy who the main character. But you also have to remember, um, Randy Randall McMurphy is in the hospital because he's uh, been charged with statutory rape. (laughs)
1: Oh but, yeah! Oh yeah! Well, he was in jail, and then he went. He got admitted to the mental institution from jail. Right? Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: So, anyway, yeah. Um, but so the reimagining in Ratchet, uh, the Netflix series, it's basically, it's basically a spinoff. It's it's like an American Horror Story spinoff. Yeah. Mm because it's um what's her name sarah paulson Mm -hmm. and uh yeah
2: there is this vi or tiktok i love um and it's not it's it's there's this uh um moment in the tiktok where like uh the, the guy is like look Sometimes God makes amazing decisions Like when she introduced Sarah Paulson And Ryan Murphy (laughs) (laughs) And I have to say, agreed Match made in television heaven Sarah Paulson Mm -hmm. is amazing She's great in Everything Ryan Murphy has done I'm not a huge American Horror Story fan But I do love um, Asylum Yeah and I really want to see Coven as well.
0: Coven is really good. Yeah. That's the only one I've seen all the way through. And I well, want to see... that and Freak Show.
2: I want to see Colt. I want to see the Colt one, because that's the one without Donald Trump. Ah. So. Also, it has Alison Pill in it. I like Alison Pill. Nice. Yeah.
1: But, uh... You know who's a character that I would love to see recontextualized either in remakes or in media going forward? Yes, who? Uh, Luke Skywalker.
0: That's a good one.
1: I want him to be recontextualized as the gay icon he's always been meant to be.
0: Yes!
2: <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> First of all, okay, let's just go ahead and make come up with a list of things that should be queer, but weren't because the, the creators were too scared they were cowards. Okay? Luke Skywalker. Um Timon and Pumbaa. Uh not uh, Le- not LeFou from freaking from fucking Disney's Beating the Beast.
1: Sam and Dean. <laughs> um
0: <laughs> yeah, we knew that was coming.
2: Definitely Sam, maybe Dean. Um oh god, who else? I want them to So there's actually a lot of like um Old movies that like hint at queerness, but because of the Hayes Code, they couldn't say anything. Right. And do you know the movie, the Hitchcock movie, Rope?
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh, God, that fucking movie.
2: That fucking movie. So, um,. The movie is based off of a play, and I don't know how explicit the play is, although I do know this. James Stewart's character is apparently, in the play, a poet-quoting, sword-cane-wielding dandy.
0: Oh my god.
2: And in the movie, he's just, you know
0: a dude
2: just he's just james stewart like he just is and all i want is for that movie to be remade with like just fucking elton john as his character like that's (laughs) what i want i want him to walk in with his sword cane and a pimp hat and like a purple velvet suit and i want him to be like let's figure this shit out that's that's also also I want to play him like that's what I want. I, I would like to play that character. <laughs> um, if you haven't seen Rope, it is about these two students who may or may not be in that in, you know, doing a love that dare not speak its name. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are basically like, let's commit the perfect crime, kill one of our classmates, hide his body and then have a dinner party like you know around his with his corpse kind of like out essentially and James Stewart's character is their old teacher who is basically like fuck these guys have committed a murder and so he like solves the mystery it's Mm. a very good movie it's
0: a very stressful movie
2: it's a very stressful movie
0: because it was also done in one take
1: yes oh really
0: the entire film is done in one goddamn take and it's very fucking stressful to watch oh man but nonetheless a really good movie
2: i mean we all know that alfred hitchcock is one of those directors who's like fucking nuts and just like absolutely is is a piece of shit to the actors right you can
0: use you can use the past tense for him i believe i think he Mm. is dead
2: okay alfred hitchcock was fucking nuts and was a piece of shit director who like absolutely abused the shit out of his actors
3: oh yeah yeah, for sure for
2: sure for sure like wasn't one of his what it wasn't the main uh, woman in the birds like actually kind of damaged
1: i think so yeah
2: yeah okay
0: both before and after the movie okay I don't think she was actually afraid of birds or anything, but the film, or just the entire shoot, just, I mean, how could it not? Mm. Fuck with you. Fair. Because I don't think anybody from making either the miniseries or the new movies of It had any problems with cl- with clowns, but afterwards... Fuck yeah.
2: Who? Which one of those kids had an issue with clowns?
0: Uh, I'm not saying anyone specifically. I'm just saying I don't know if anyone did, but but maybe afterwards, after you know, fucking seeing. Scarsgard, Bill Scarsgard.
2: Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want any of those kids to have an issue with clowns.
0: I'm not saying I want them to. I'm just saying how could they not after making a movie like that?
2: Well, I mean, I would hope that they. I'm like you know.
1: I feel like modern movie making techniques kind of remove the trauma a little bit
0: i would fucking hope so
2: can can remove the trauma oh well
1: yeah can yeah. remove the trauma
2: again there are still piece because, of shit like, directors
1: yeah like you don't have to be you know on a sound studio being pelted with hundreds of birds or anything like that <laughs> right yeah. yeah like they can just <clears throat> make they can just animate those birds now
2: yeah
0: true well, they did in another movie, and it's you trash. Well. <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't think I don't think that movie was trash though because they didn't have like actual birds pecking out people's eyes, you know? Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the movie that was made with clip art. Birdemic. Birdemic.
2: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I am personally like fascinated by the idea of Ratchet as a as a television series and i yeah i do want to watch it um
1: you should check it out
2: yeah <laughs> so because
1: it's got a lot of like su- it, there's a lot of pseudoscience and a lot of mystery and a lot of tension Mm-hmm. it's basically a thriller yeah the whole show is a thriller yeah and I mean, i'm into there's, that there's some gay shit that happens i'm into that um so it's pretty dope.
2: In uh I mean, I don't think it's possible for for there not to be like it can Ryan Murphy do anything that's straight anymore?
1: Probably like, is not. Is it possible? As long as Sarah Paulson is starring in it, I doubt it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. So I want to talk about Maleficent real quick. Okay. So I fucking, I have, I am on the record as being one of those people who hates all the Disney remakes because I just think they're ultimately unnecessary, cheap, cash grab pieces of garbage that are just not required, right? Yes. Maleficent is the one exception.
1: It's not really a remake, though. It's more of a reimagining,
2: isn't it, it? It is a reimagining, and that's why I like it because it's not just you know Lion King, but uh, animated, but boring animated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was my thing with the Lion King is they were like it's a live action Lion King, and I was like, but it's not though.
1: But it's not. But it's, it's just not. all CG
2: cats. Did you teach those lions to talk?
0: If so, you did a terrible job. You
2: did a really fucking awful job. Get a new person to do that. Oh, my God. What if they did a live-action Zootopia?
0: (laughs) No, a a real-life secret life of pets.
2: (laughs) A live-action Robin Hood.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They did that, though. The the one with the...
3: (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's, <true.
3: laughs> it's
1: people in first seats with articulate jaws and eyes no. that move no.
2: <laughs> no well
0: look what you brought onto us first
2: oh. of all, I don't know whether
0: to blame Ari or Travis I
2: have, first of all can you fucking imagine like can, is it possible for them to make Nick and Judy hotter than they already are pfft jury is out i don't know but like yeah i just don't even see the fucking point of most of those except except
1: except in maleficent
2: Because they're recontextualizing it to be about Maleficent and her motivations, and yes. thank God, because I have personally never bought the whole oh, "she was just mad she wasn't invited to a party." Fuck you, Maleficent's a fucking queen, all right. She is the goddamn <laughs> bitch. She doesn't need to be invited to a baby's christening. Who gives a fuck? But her being a victim of an allegorical like sexual assault? Hell yeah, i don't fucking believe yeah. that shit. She shows up and it's just like fuck you, King Stefan. I'm gonna. We were friends and then you took away my wings. You rewatch them, okay? Look, have you have y'all seen Maleficent?
1: I've no. seen the first one, yeah.
2: Okay, there's the second one. I watched it recently. I don't think it's very. I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer's in it and she's amazing. You know what I mean? But yeah. I just am not. Like it's just not necessary. Hmm. It's not great. I wouldn't I wouldn't watch it. I'd just watch the first one. And the first one's not great. Like it's not a good movie. But I like it anyways.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> mean, true. it's all right. Yeah. I remember, well, didn't Maleficent come out before the barrage of live action Disney remakes? The
2: first live action Disney remake, I'm 95% sure it was the live action Cinderella. And I see the argument to a debt reimagining i see the argument in reimagining cinderella as well first of all there are already 1. million billion cinderella reimaginings because the original cinderella story kind of sexist yeah a little shitty not great right
0: yeah i mean how could he not recognize a woman he spent the night with Well, the prince has extreme face
2: blindness. We all, we all know that. And a foot fetish. We, that's the explanation there. Like, um, the thing with, uh, I mean, but like the, the Disney Cinderella, the 1950s Disney Cinderella, the prince has like no personality. Hmm. Well, it's pretty much, that's pretty much all that is. It's, it's, Yeah. Yeah. So it's got you know it's got the issue of like they're getting married after one night that they know each other blah blah mm. blah. Um, so like a lot of oh, no. uh, what?
1: Oh no! I just I just stumbled upon a trailer from Maleficent Three: Dark Fae, twenty twenty one.
2: No, no, that's not
1: true. That's oh. not real teaser trailer concept oh thank god
0: Yeah, you gotta go for that shit
1: oh i got myself worked up for that (laughs) do you see that came out in 2014 and live action cinderella was 2015
2: okay so maleficent was first yep wait wait when did um when did uh fucking um jungle book come out the live action jungle book
1: uh that was like 2018 I thought. Oh that was
2: 2016.
0: Yeah, that movie so, yeah. took forever to come out, too.
2: So Maleficent, well, it's also completely animated except for like one child.
0: Yep. Ah, okay. He's
2: it's, you know, it's Roger Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> um uh so Maleficent was the first in the barrage, but the reason why I think Maleficent works is because it's it's not just a straight up um you know, live action remake. It is right. about yeah maleficent and not aurora or whatever the fuck mm. she has going on so and i and again i understand why you'd want to remake of cinderella because the og cinderella is kind of fucking boring yeah. um but we already have a perfect remake of cinderella and that's called ella enchanted the book not the movie so <laughs> like
0: eh, i would say the drawn together reimagining of cinderella is pretty rad <laughs>
3: Drawn <laughs> Together.
2: Does if anyone it, remember it, that fucking show other than, like, for me? this moment? Like, <laughs> no, I mean, who's watched Drawn Together in the past
0: two years? Uh, two years? I, no. No, one.
1: I only remember Drawn Together. I only remember that because. Tara Strong is in it, and she tweets mm. about being in it sometimes. Oh, really? That's funny as hell. Yeah.
0: Hell, if I was in it, I would tweet about it at least like once every two weeks. Shit.
2: <laughs> hey, remember this? <laughs>
0: yeah. Keeping yeah.
2: uh, keeping keepin this alive. And remember, yeah. fucking drawn together. <laughs> 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 when we all were. Can you even watch Drawn Together? Like, hold on. Where to watch? I don't think so.
0: Probably but on uh, ComedyCentral.com. Oh, Pro- oh
2: yeah. yeah, or maybe CVS or something. Yeah. For those of you I doubt CBS who are it. too young to remember Drawn Together, it was like a animated, like, um, like big, a big Brother. brother.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, except
2: they were all, like, cartoon characters. Except they couldn't be, you know, cartoon cartoon characters that, like, actually existed. So they were all vague parodies. Like, there was, like, a Pikachu-type character. Like, an anime boy. Yep like cloud essentially um
0: yeah there was a fake there was a fake cinderella
2: yeah A f- a betty boop
0: yeah who was like an, <laughs> an alcoholic and shit yeah god damn
2: so it was uh fine i don't know it's not the funniest show
0: oh no it's not the funniest show i just remember the scene where like it's a it's a cinderella spoof yeah <laughs> and that whole thing is just fucking hilarious
2: so it's it's it was all right I wouldn't. Yeah. I, it's not a show that I would be like. We gotta rewatch it. The comedic no. genius is out of this world. Like nobody, legitimately
0: nobody just that. watched the scene where the Cinderella finds her prince. That whole thing is just fucking hilarious. Because talking about like reimagining this show is like, all right, yeah. Yeah. It's fucked up, but it's at least kind of hilarious. Just taking like a huge spin on the idea of the character.
2: So. Y'all know how I feel about Ella. Well, everyone who's listened to the LSA episode, um, Another Cinderella Story, Dancing,
3: (laughs) whatever the fuck that movie
2: is called, everyone who's listened to that episode knows how I feel about the Ella Enchanted movie, and they know how I feel about the Ella Enchanted... um, The Ella Enchanted uh, book... The book is amazing. The movie is like would have been a fine movie except for the fact that it just it was trying to be Shrek. Yeah. Like live action Shrek and I feel like that just like they should have just done a straight up adaptation of the book and not when try to gonna, be clever.
1: When are we going to start getting a Dreamworks competition Live action dreamworks (laughs) Live Action Shrek. Live action cars. No. Live action. Cars is uh... Disney. Oh. Oh yeah, it is, isn't it? No, Cars is DreamWorks. Cars
2: is Pixar, baby. fuck. Yeah, I know. I could have
1: (laughs) sworn I could have sworn Lightning McQueen had uh the DreamWorks eyebrow. No,
2: No, it's it's Pixar. It's the worst thing Pixar's ever done.
1: What else is DreamWorks?
2: How to Train Your Dragon.
1: How, yeah, how, live action. How to Train Your Dragon. That, that one, that's that, that that one cool.
2: like Christmas movie that's actually set around Easter and is like, yeah, hey, what if sh- all the holiday icons were superheroes? <laughs>
1: that one movie where everyone wanted to fuck Jack Frost afterwards. Hell
2: yeah, bitch. Um, okay. Live
1: action onceler porn. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's
2: not that's not DreamWorks, <laughs> but I was about to bring up the Yeah. <laughs> Let's do what live action, live action Dr. Seuss movies, but like not the Grinch, like <laughs> like.
1: Well, Horton Hears a Who. Horton
2: Hears a Who. So actually, I don't think, I don't think Dr. Seuss's Widow will allow them to do live action Dr. Seuss movies after, because, after, after Cat in the Hat. No, after Cat in oh, the Hat. Oh, the Cat in the Hat. No, yeah. the, Dr. Seuss's Widow actually fucking loves the Grinch.
1: Well, yeah, that's a good fucking movie. That is a
2: great fucking movie. and I, I forgot will...
1: about Cat in the Hat.
2: We all forgot I, about Cat in the I Hat. I
0: keep seeing memes for it, so it's hard to forget it. For <laughs> maybe, yeah. we
2: can't, maybe we just can't do anthropomorphic cats in live action.
0: Yeah, because they look weird.
2: Cue that fucking vine that's like, when will you learn? <laughs> it's me was... at Universal. When will you learn that your actions have consequences?
0: No, That was what I was talking about when I was really high on mushrooms a couple of months ago. Because I was oh, laughing yeah. about that kid. <laughs> Hold on, I have to look
2: up who did the Cat in the Hat live action movie. Because if it's sucking Universal, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. I'm pretty
0: sure it is Universal. Uh, live
1: action Madagascar. Live action Kung Fu Panda. No, I've just Googled DreamWorks. Okay,
3: holy shit! View
1: view forty-five plus more.
0: Uh, So live action, The Croods. Live action, Megamind. Someone mute Travis. Wait, like the presidential debate. (laughs) (laughs) Live action, Boss
1: Baby. Boss Uh, Baby, you guys, live action.
3: That already
2: exists, and it's called Guess Who's Talking. Okay, so Universal distributed The Cat in the Hat. Guess what else they distributed in the United in these United States?
0: Live action Chicken Run, you guys.
2: Fucking Fuck. cats.
0: <laughs> Live action Wallace and Gromit.
2: Oh, they did cats too. Oh, they right. did Cat in the Hat and cat. Yes, they just they do not learn from oh. their mistakes. They do not learn.
0: <laughs> they really don't. They
2: really fucking don't. Why would you do this? We, I feel like, again, the only cats... You can only put cats in movies if they're, like, little actual fucking cats or if they're animated. If you're going to do anthropomorphic cats, you have to go the aristocats and that and nothing else. That's it. mm mm-hmm. so, But not the
0: aristocrats.
2: Definitely don't go full aristocrats. In a kids' movie? Come on, Ben. <laughs> We're going to end up on a list somewhere.
0: It doesn't have to be a kids' movie. It has
2: to. It will, it will be a kids' movie, so... So Cat in the Hat is also DreamWorks and it's also Imagine Entertainment. Oh
1: Mm. no. (sighs) That was, that's like the five horsemen of the movie Apocalypse. You know (gasps) Live action B-movie, you guys.
2: I would watch that. (laughs) I would watch the B-movie porn just to like see what that's about you know
0: i bet it already exists
2: oh it has to at least yeah. in fan fiction form of nothing else
0: oh yeah well
2: do you want to know okay have i talked about how much i fucking hate illumination studios
0: oh, i thought you meant like the property, uh, like the or...
2: concept of light no but um <laughs> i hate things being lit up illuminated
1: <laughs> okay who doesn't so i'm sure we've touched on illumination studios before
2: illumination is owned by um universal they're the ones they're who did the masterminds
1: the, behind the minions.
2: The minions, despicable me, the lorax, the ice age movies. Well, no, that's not true. They're not they're not the ice age movies. Sorry, that was a different company. That's yeah. fucking Blue Sky Studios. Blue Sky Studios can also suck this dick because they are t- ice age is fucking awful. Um
0: is it? It's yes. all right.
2: The first one's okay, but the sequels are terrible. And there's like a million of them.
0: I thought we were just talking about the first one because that's fine. The first one's yeah, The rest, yeah, fuck the rest.
2: So they did Despicable Me, Hop, which is about an Easter bunny wanting to become a rock and roll person.
1: Uh huh. The Lorax. Yep.
2: Despicable Me 2, Minions, The Secret Life of Pets, Sing, Despicable Me 3, The Grinch. The Secret Life of Pets 2.
1: Did you you throw Sing 2 in there?
2: No, because Sing 2 is not out yet.
1: Oh, okay. But they are gonna do Sing
2: 2. They're also doing Minions, The Rise of Gru, and oh no, Nintendo, why? Uh Uh-oh. Untitled animated Mario film.
0: Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, no.
2: With Illumination? (coughs) Y'all couldn't spring for literally any other production company?
0: You would think they would do it them to themselves
2: a fucking right what it's like
1: nah they don't wanna follow in the in the footsteps of square on that
0: one uh, well, <laughs> i've you know I've been itching to rewatch that movie to be honest with you,
1: <laughs> the final fantasy um
0: was it advent children
1: no uh well, before advent children there was. It was some sci-fi bullshit
2: I'm just like was everyone in Japan Busy
1: Yeah (laughs) Yeah. Was
2: all of South Korea fucking busy Y'all couldn't find anyone in that part of the world To make this Mario movie Here's okay of the movies I just Listed is there a single one that's like
1: Good (laughs) Despicable Me 1 Despicable Me 1 is alright
2: It's alright
1: Secret Life of Pets was fine. Lorax was... is only good because of the Onceler.
2: It's the Onceler what's good. I mean, is the Onceler what's good about it, or is it like the culture that rose up around the are kind of interesting?
1: Uh, Speaking
2: of recontextualizations that Tumblr wishes could happen, yeah, <laughs> the Onceler, but make it sexy.
1: God, I I mm. came across a onceler on Tik a Wunzler cosplay on TikTok and I I started having <laughs> war war flashbacks. Shit,
2: really? That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, on the one hand, qu- cringe culture is dead, long live cringe culture. Um, and if you're into the oncelers like this like reimagined sex guy like you know, kudos to you live your best life follow all of your dreams, but Uh, you know, of all of all the Dr. Seuss characters to turn into sex icons, that's listeners. That's what I want to know. Which Dr. Seuss character would you have turned into a sex icon? Could have been the a guy with a face, (laughs) maybe in the in one of the books.
1: Yeah, Um, yeah. Obviously, the only two answers are the Grinch and the Cat in the Hat.
2: First of all, that cat can get it. All right. (laughs) Not the not the oh, Mike and Myers cat in the hat, obviously, but like also
1: every look. single star bellied sneeches.
2: <laughs> yep, I mean what they got under them bellies, <laughs> listeners. That's what I want to know. Which which Doctor Seuss character would you turn into a sex icon? That's um, add us on Twitter with that, please. Yeah, <laughs> at actually tall. Uh, the, <laughs> the ladies from.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that adult book that he did Before he wrote children's books I
2: just like um, It's the personification of the United States In that uh, In that um, In those political cartoons he did About how we need to get involved in World War II Yeah
1: Why, yeah.
2: why always Uncle Sam? Why never Daddy Sam? Like that's my <laughs> question <laughs> Maybe uh, Uncle Sam can be Daddy too
1: Ben, I think the title you're, you you might have been looking for was Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within.
0: That's it. I thought ghosts were involved, and I was just like it it doesn't have ghosts in it. Or it doesn't have the word ghost, it has like a different word in it, but yeah. You know, it,
2: has this conversation become cursed enough for us to move on? Like this is
0: Yeah, you know, I think so.
1: This took yeah. a
2: direction that I was not expecting it to go. I was not expecting us to rank Dr. Seuss's most fuckable characters. <laughs> I did not think we were going to get here not today, you know? Not to fucking day. Um, so Travis, yeah. What if we watched we watched an episode of Supernatural today?
1: Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly.
2: Hypothetically. You can't accuse us of anything.
1: Uh-huh. That
2: episode might have been called Repo Man. What could it possibly be about?
1: Uh, Sam and Dean they're in a car and they're like traveling and then they find out that they're being followed and it's really just because there's a repo tower coming to get their car
2: (laughs) (laughs) they forgot to make their payments on it yep all right well that sounds like the most boring episode of supernatural uh let's figure fucking figure it out
1: And we're back. We're back. So, I I liked this episode a lot.
2: I think this episode features a criminally unrepresented group in the Supernatural universe, which is uh, monster fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess you could count uh, Sam, technically. Te- Sam is definitely a monster fucker, but, like, yeah. Sam doesn't mean to be a monster fucker. He just stumbles and his dick falls into monsters. Like, yeah, this... This character is a... Jeffrey... He's
0: got a hard-on for monsters. He is a monster fucker.
2: You know what I mean? Like, he (laughs) fucks monsters.
1: Where I thought you were going with that was people, like, basically survivors of demon possessions.
2: Okay. No. (laughs) No. No, I I was not going there, although I do, one of the things that I like so much about this episode, and I didn't, I think last week I was like, this episode is amazing, it's one of my favorites of like the entire series, and I do want to walk that statement back a little bit. Oh, yeah. There are things about this episode that I don't love, but one of the things I still do love about it is to me, this is interesting world building. Right, because yes. it's really—I mean—it does focus a lot on Sam and what's happening with Lucifer, which we will get to in a minute. But to me, this episode is also about like, yeah, what does happen to all the people who survive the possessions?
3: Mm-hmm. You know
2: what? What what happens if they're kind of evil already? I mean, haven't we said? <laughs> Haven't we mentioned before that mayhaps man is the true monster?
1: Yeah. Well, and that's where I thought this episode was going. And it kind of did. It was like, aha, man is the true monster.
2: When did you know, um, Travis, when did you know that Jeffrey was like evil?
1: Um, Basically as Sam was putting it together okay. or as, as he was monologuing, like it, it really threw me for a loop there.
2: See, for me, it was uh, minute one. (laughs) Um, Ah, okay. When he was introduced. And here's why. His name's Jeffrey. (laughs) I was like, Jeffrey Dahmer. That's it. That's...
0: Jeff the killer.
2: I don't know if that was on purpose, but I do know that that is is what tipped me off.
1: I (laughs) thought it was very polite of Sam and Dean to ask for consent before they tortured him.
2: Fucking right. (laughs) (laughs) So, good. I mean... they respect other people's bodily autonomy, kind of. Did they ask for permission? Or were they just like, hey, this is what we're going to do?
0: It felt more like that. It felt like, hey, <laughs> bud, you got a demon in you? We're about to cut him out. <laughs>
2: yeah. We're just going to have to torture the shit out of him. I will say that... um I do think that, like... There is a little... um something one of the things that I don't like so much about this episode is like Sam and Dean torture somebody for information like they torture a human essentially yes. and I mean I guess the human can't feel it when they're torturing him but they do like they you know that human eventually wakes up in that body and it's it's damaged it, yeah. you know probably permanently
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, no,
2: definitely permanently. They hit and, a limp
0: afterwards and shit because of all the damage they brought him through.
2: And there is a moment of like, who wasn't it a kind of a good thing that Jeffrey was already evil? Otherwise, we would have some some uncomfortable questions to answer about Sam and Dean torturing an innocent man.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Like, you know, isn't it kind of convenient that he ended up being? a bad dude as well because otherwise they're gonna have to be some like you know uncomfortable feelings we might have to address
0: i feel like if this show had been made or this episode had been made made now mm-hmm. they would have had a more they would have touched on the conversation but it wouldn't have been what it should have been
2: yeah but maybe a little bit of more of a nuanced take
0: yeah kind of
2: yeah maybe it wouldn't have ice- been
0: a nuance, maybe a meh aunt's take
2: <laughs> I got it, okay An old aunt's take
0: There you go
2: um,
0: Well, I didn't want to, like, pigeonhole them or anything <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Look, sometimes you gotta do some torture It's for the greater good, alright? Yeah. Everyone knows that torture works Haven't you seen 24?
0: Yeah <laughs> I've seen 48, though <laughs> Oh my god
2: I mean, an episode of 24 really feels like 72. So. It does. <sighs> we're hilarious. Oh my God, man. <laughs> we should be comedians. Oh God, I think you're right. Man, you look at me. We should fucking be cop. We- this is
0: gold. Comedy this gold. is
2: comedic <laughs> genius right here. Yeah. We're sitting together?
0: Ooh, Holy I've shit. Wor-
2: People should pay us.
0: I've been working on jokes about Ophelia today, and I think they'll really take off. <laughs> <laughs> Why not call it square
2: teen? What is the deal with it being oval? My glass is an oval, it's cylindrical. No, I just, I don't know why I was like, that's a joke that um Jerry Jerry Seinfeld would write, but that's where I went with it, yeah. That's a Seinfeld joke right there.
0: If I ever heard, told one. Yep. <laughs> fuck.
2: So, um, but... Yeah, I just, uh, but I like I like the the world building aspect to it. I like the the whole like this is a demon whose job it is is to find humans who already have something dark inside of them and unleash it in, into the world.
3: Mm.
1: Yeah. essentially,
2: very like chaos, you know, sort of. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, it kind of reminded me of when uh, th- there's one of those conversations in. Good omens. Yeah. When, uh, oh fuck. uh Fucking what's his face is like, we, I've, I've, I've captured nine, like 10,000 souls for our cause or something like that. Like that's what it reminded me of.
2: It's, but it reminds me of like Crowley base, Crowley's who you're talking about, basically being like, yeah, no, I found all of these, um, you know, taking credit for the Spanish Inquisition, but also being, like, hella disturbed that humans came up with the Spanish Inquisition.
3: Yeah. You know, just, like, side-eyeing <laughs> the shit out of
2: people being like, oh, God, that's terrible. <laughs> so, meanwhile, all of Crowley's, like, actual things to bring people to hell are shit that inconveniences him as well. <laughs> Just like I've I've made it so um, all the cell phone towers in London won't take you know there can't be any calls going out, and he forgets that he also lives in London. (laughs) Fuck, that's me. I'm that person. Oh fuck. (laughs) So yeah, so this episode begins with our boys doing some torture um, against a this guy named Jeffrey. We never meet get the demon's name um he's just the guy who's inside of jeffrey uh Mm -hmm. possessing
0: him yeah we'll
2: get to that um are we allowed to make jokes about it but simultaneously kind of condemn it i
0: think so i mean that's what that's what joe McHale does
2: i mean who's gonna stop (laughs) us god the police They're not here. They can't Sting. stop this.
0: Sting has no power over me.
2: <laughs> We've already agreed that God is not David Duchovny in a Slayer t-shirt. Therefore.
3: <laughs>
2: um, but yeah, I just uh, like really, really love this idea of, of a, one of the victims of possession being like, actually, I really like being possessed.
0: Yeah It was fucking awesome He felt whole
2: Yeah I felt complete You know Um And then Uh He So This They're doing some torture In season three Right?
1: Yes Was it season Three or four?
2: See I thought it could have been either But when I looked it up on When I looked at the fun facts for IMDb It says season three It says it's between uh, Jess and Bellow and uh, th- uh, th- Ghost Ghostfacers.
3: Hmm.
1: See, I... Well, because... So, it opens with four years earlier, right? Mm-hmm. But there not there a year between seasons... The end of season five and the opening of season six?
2: That's true.
1: So, chronologically, I think it would be in season four... When Dean has come back from hell and knows how to torture people.
2: Yeah, that's... You know what? That's, that makes sense. That is a good point, but it, yeah. And, and did they, they did have the knife, right?
0: Yeah, they yes. had the knife.
2: Okay, but they were, they were like, we've talked to Jeffrey. We're attached. We can't just kill him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, other people, like, fuck them. But, you know, this one, who's definitely a serial killer, we can <laughs> absolutely keep alive, essentially. Um... But uh, I, yeah, so they're torturing this demon to try to figure out, like, Lilith's lieutenants, actually. Like, who's who's the next demon we can go and take down to, to get to Lilith? And mm-hmm. in the process, of course, they have to brutalize Jeffrey's body as well. Um, and then it cuts to several years later where these blonde kind of, like, They're not fat, but like Hollywood chubby women are being murdered. And Sam and Dean are like, this feels familiar. Do dost thou remember, you know, when this guy, when Jeffrey, who was possessed, um, was going around doing the same thing. And we find out that Jeffrey actually, like the women the list of women that he was killing those were jeffrey's victims yeah like the demon just gave him the know-how and the permission but the the who and the what and the where that was all jeffrey
1: all jeffers
2: right and he has felt empty ever since he was you know ever since the demon was exercised out of him and now he's like I have to get him back, and I need Dean's blood to do it because he's the guy who exorcised the demon from me.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Um, So he kidnaps Dean, and that leaves Sam with the task of finding out where Dean's gone. And this is my other favorite part of the episode. Sam and Lucifer teaming up (laughs) to fucking find out what is going on here. Um, So let's talk about that a little bit. Because this is a, a huge good,
0: like, thing. It was a fun, like, buddy cop thing.
2: It was a little yeah. buddy, buddy cop-esque. And I did
1: like the little buddy cop Lucifer dynamic. Mm. Yeah.
2: So, question. Is this... Okay, so... Is this Lucifer... I think we maybe touched on this briefly when Lucifer was first introduced. Travis, where are you in the... Who is this? Is this actually Lucifer? Or is this figment of Sam's imagination Lucifer?
1: I'm still for figment of Sam's imagination, Lucifer.
2: Right. I can dig that. Yeah. Because there is... Because San Pell actually thinks that it's real Lucifer sending these hallucinations up from the cage.
1: Ah, okay. So... That that was his take on it? Like, on his role in that? Yes. See, I think... Well... I guess it's because hmm it's complicated because towards at the end when sam tries to get him to go away by squeezing Mm -hmm. he's like ah you let me in (laughs) yeah um so i guess that could be interpreted as like he's been trying to send signals up Mm -hmm. and sam's been able to block it but once sam like broke and not really broke but like kind of accepted it and then asked for lucifer's advice yeah but i think it's still it still seems like more of kind of like sam's uh oh what's that when you like think about doing something that you know you won't do like throwing your your car keys into a storm drain or something like that
2: intrusive thoughts yeah mm.
1: it's like it's like all of sam's intrusive thoughts are just being personified as lucifer that's how right. i kind of saw it throughout yeah. this episode
2: see i still fall firmly in the lucifer is a hallucination of sam but that's partly because
1: okay it's partly because of um sand <laughs> very specific typecasting well
2: that, yes. Which by the way, being human and um this season were airing at the same time. So ah,
1: in both yes.
2: both instances, Sanpell was in both shows, San Pell showed up as a hallucination for another character. Which is hilarious that it happened at the same time. Um but part of that is that, but part of it is also just like I don't really, I love season five, Lucifer. I love that he, we don't really, I mean, he, I love that he lies about who he is, but then also maybe is kind of honest, you know? Maybe he really mm-hmm. just does want to run away with Michael and not have to do the apocalypse. Like, yeah, he hates humans, but he is willing to give it all up if Michael will just leave with him. And just fuck off. Like, and I kind of love that about the season five Lucifer. Season seven Lucifer, I'm willing to accept as long as I can accept it as this is who Lucifer is to Sam.
0: Yeah, season seven, Lucifer is like, you ask Your mom is like, hey, can we pick up some Lucifer on the way home? And she's like, no, we have Lucifer at home.
2: Yeah, and that's the and in, in season Aww. seven, Lucifer is the Lucifer we have at home. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want Lucifer at home. I want season five Lucifer. God damn it! And the thing is, is but but I can accept it if I'm like, this is Lucifer from Sam's point of view because Sam doesn't see Lucifer with his brothers, you know. He Uh he sees what Lucifer constructed for Sam to try to get him to say yes, and then he sees who Lucifer was in the cage. And I can totally accept that Lucifer was a torturous asshole in the cage. Like, that I am also fine with, because, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't expect Lucifer to be a good guy. But I like the complexity and nuance of him being, like, just this... What I like about Lucifer in season five is that he's just so otherworldly and so out of touch with humanity, you know, and season this, this Lucifer makes a shit ton of pop culture references. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Like, the good morning Vietnam thing at the end? Sure, it was a great way to end that episode, but it also just doesn't make any sense to me. You know, from what I saw of from what we saw of season five, Lucifer, like Gabriel doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Totally understand. Mm-hmm. If Gabriel was if, if if Sam was a hallucinating Gabriel, I can see it, but I can't see it with the Lucifer who was introduced unless he's a hallucination and Sam is projecting onto him, in which case I totally get it. And I I'm there. Yeah. So, yeah. That's how I feel about that. Unfortunately, am I going to get my way?
0: Probably not. Probably not. No. Time and Sam Pell will tell.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So. But, yeah, I do like the whole buddy cop aspect to it. Um, I liked, I mean, Sam Pell's just so good, it's hard not to like him. So, Mm -hmm. I liked him in, uh, like, you know... When Sam and him were walking with the, the like, all oh, his little commentary. Like, Sam finds the Latin ritual in Jeffrey's um, room, and he's like, Latin? Well, oh, that's not suspicious at all. <laughs> or when uh, Sam finds the cell phone scrambler, and he goes, but Lucy, those are illegal. Yeah. <laughs> Could this have anything to do with Dean's blackouts?
1: That It kind of reminded me of Wheatley from Portal 2. Yeah. yeah, how he's always just kind of bopping around, saying things.
2: Yes, yeah, I can. As someone who's playing Portal too, I can see that. <laughs> I get that. But Lucy, those are illegal. Think, <laughs> yeah, and I and I like that, and I can kind of see Sam using hallucination Lucifer to think things out. I
1: yeah. don't know
2: what y'all what are y'all thinking about lucifer season seven lucifer
1: um i mean once sam kind of like embraced it and he was basically using lucifer as a backboard to bounce his ideas off of Mm -hmm. um then i uh i i i 100% lost track of where I was going with that. Oh, man. (laughs) I just had a total brain crash. It happens. Like, fucking mid-sentence, I Uh, lost where I was going. The Matrix rebooted. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Ooh, I need a swig of water.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Uh, okay. I did like... How I think the first time we really see it happen is when Sam and Dean are walking up on like I think like the first or second victim that they see, the one in like the SUV mm-hmm. in like the parking complex or whatnot. Yeah. And the detective walks up and like Sam's like, Man, I can't remember this guy's name. I can't remember the guy's name. And Lucifer is just like, dude, it's sudden. It's sudden, dude. It's sudden. 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 Sudden's the name guy. Come on, yeah. it's sudden. But it's like Sam is like just ignoring him hardcore. Yes, I did see that. that.
1: That's what makes me think that this projection of Lucifer is just a piece of Sam's mind. Mm -hmm. Like because he knows everything that Sam knows, even if Sam doesn't know it right away. Yeah, yeah. Like he's basically Sam's subconscious in this way.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, his. I was trying to think of a pun to make out of Jiminy Cricket, but I couldn't think of one.
1: Because, <laughs> like, that uh, that whole Sutton scene that you just mentioned, Ben, it, it reminded me of whenever I see someone and I don't quite remember their name. hmm And oh, okay, I go, yeah. oh, man, I think their name is Tom, but I don't want to say, hey, Tom, in case it's not Tom. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so Sam was having a moment where, like, oh, that's Sutton. But at the same time, he was like, mm, probably not. Let's wait for it, for him to say his name. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: But I also like the idea of, like, Sam saying, you know, not not agreeing, ha- having to ask Sutton and ignoring Lucifer because that means letting Lucifer in. And he yeah. only does it. He only starts, you know, turning to Lucifer and using him for help in the most dire situations. Um, also, by the way, this makes Sam and Jeffrey foils essentially during this episode because Jeffrey yes. so badly wants the connection he has with his demon, and Sam's doing everything he can to avoid Lucifer. Just mentioning that, just pointing it out. Okay,
1: that was a nice little, yeah, nice little little reverse kind of thing.
2: Connect the A plot and the B plot. So. Sam wants so badly to get rid of Lucifer, but he can't. And Jeffrey so badly wants to stay with his demon thing. But that demon is like, you've, we're done now. You're good.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. So, uh, So are we going to talk about the queer aspect of this episode?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, do demons have a gender?
2: I mean, some demons have a gender, right?
1: I guess so. Like Meg and Lilith.
2: Yeah, they're not angels. If so, um, angels are like to me a all angels should be genderless because gotcha. because why? Mm-hmm. They're not human. They were never human. Um, demons, on the other hand, were human. and grew up in cultures with you know binary views of gender so some demons having gender you know certain gender identities like isn't shocking you know would not be shocking to me
1: yeah i guess that makes sense
2: even if they are possessing um different gendered bodies so like meg when she possesses sam is still a woman Right?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Okay.
2: Whereas Cass in different bodies, I can see the argument that unless Cass states otherwise, Cass is just Cass no matter what.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you know,
2: Cass happens to be possessing a male body, so he uses male pronouns. But if Cass was in a female body, then maybe those pronouns would change or maybe Cass just doesn't really identify either which any which way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of don't like the idea of like, I kind of would like the idea of Cass being like, no, no matter what body I'm in, I'm, you know, I still identify as, I guess, I don't fucking know. Like, you know, I don't know. This is yeah. one of those things that I wish that the show explored more.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: like gender fluidity in angels and demons. Honestly, because I can see an argument that like maybe Crowley's a little little gender fluid. Oh yeah, you know, I would have liked that, <clears throat> and I would have liked Cass maybe just being like like just even a even a statement where he's where Cass is just like I mean you refer to me with male pronouns because of the body I'm in, but I am i'm i'm a fucking angel like i don't yeah i don't subscribe to your views on gender like why the fuck would i that doesn't make any fucking sense Mm -hmm. you know um but uh yeah i definitely think that um definitely definitely think that like yeah, there is an argument that demons have a gender identity. This demon, who the fuck knows? And the thing that makes it queer for me is that... It's it's kind of like the argument like... Um, so, Steven Universe, right? Ah, uh, yes. You know, the the gems are not technically lesbians because they are... Neither are really male nor female; they're alien creatures mm-hmm. from an all, I guess, woman-presenting race. But they all present as women. They use she/her pronouns. Like, I just don't. You know, like, why are we making that? Why make the argument that they're not a WLW? In in WLW relationships, in queer female relationships, essentially. Right. Um Jeffrey is attracted to this demon, which inhabits male bodies and is referred to with he, him pronouns. It's it's queer, essentially.
1: I I, I wasn't trying to assume that it wasn't queer. Oh no no no. I w- no. I was just trying to champion the idea of like, do we know it was?
2: Um, valid, and I also kind of hate that I've just spent so much time defending the queerness of it because I actually kind of don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, was,
0: I wasn't gonna say anything mainly because I'm me, but um, <laughs> like the demon says, he looks for talent, right? He, and he inhabits humans. He really doesn't. I don't remember him using any pronouns or anything like that to describe who he chooses
2: well yeah but he's just referred to by like jeffrey as like he him and by sam and dean as he him but he's never given a name and yeah. there's there's nothing that he says to be like oh no we've got, let's come up with a fucking name for him because i'm tired of referring to him as a demon he okay so, uh, lieutenant. Uh, Lut- lieutenant lieutenant
1: lieutenant lieutenant Lieutenant. That's, okay. Yeah. Yes. Cuz that's what they call him really. Yeah. Is, he's one of Lilith's lieutenants.
2: Okay. So, I thought Lieutenant. I was like from Avatar, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, Lieutenant. Okay. So, Lieutenant is like, yeah, there's no he 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 doesn't say anything to be like I'm a man.
3: <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> you
2: know, but it's just what we see in this slight episode. Hmm. I don't like jeffrey's queerness
1: yeah and i i also did read it as queer as well oh
2: it's definitely what they're going for yeah there's no but, way that jeffrey is not named jeffrey because of jeffrey dahmer it's just mm-hmm. not possible
1: but yeah i i don't like it because they are violent and evil yeah mm-hmm. and
2: that, they're definitely- that that's it <laughs> There definitely is a seduction between them, like for sure. Even if it's not a letter a literal sex seduction, like
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh Lieutenant is definitely seducing Jeffrey to his darker, you know, desires essentially. Absolutely. There is something and that has a sexual undertone and because of the way they are both presented in the show, it also has a queer undertone.
1: Mm-hmm. Which
2: gets into the whole, you know, queer que- queerness is evil queerness is dark queerness is villainous Yeah. And here's the thing. <sighs> so we actually we were talking about Ratchet in the first half and mm-hmm. when you watched it Travis you were texting us and you were kind of like in spoilers for Ratchet spo- just skip ahead like I don't know like 2 minutes probably and we'll be good. You were talking about how you didn't like the fact that Ratchet is, like, an evil lesbian character. Yeah. And it's kind of, isn't it, you said it was kind of implied that, like, her queerness comes from, like, abuse?
1: Yes. uh, uh, It's not implied. It is, that's, like, her full-on backstory is... uh, Even even more and more and more and more spoilers for Ratchet. Mm -hmm. Uh, Her full-on backstory is she was a foster child. Yeah. And she got sent to parents who were physically abusive to her. And then a a very kind and benevolent social worker pulled her and her foster brother out of that situation. uh, Fostered her to a family who she legitimately thought was a good fit and then it turns out that they were sexually abusive towards her and her brother oh no mm-hmm. so that was a whole thing
2: right um and i definitely understand why if you're watching that and you're starved for queer content you're going to hate that aspect of ratchet just like mm-hmm. i kind of hate this aspect of this episode of supernatural but here's the thing i wouldn't if there were more queer characters
0: yeah Yeah. Like
2: if there were just more queer representation and we're getting their baby, it's going to happen. We're almost there. Um, But if there were just more queer representation across the board that I wouldn't care that there are some evil queer people because I kind of like evil queer people. Like I just I like evil queer characters. I just do. Mm -hmm. It was Disney did this to us. Okay, they made all the villains gay when we were kids. And guess what? Now we're horny for gay villains. It's just how it is. Oh, yeah. But we have to have we have to have good queer characters to balance that out. Mm -hmm. And the good news is, is that is changing. There are a lot more. Um, There's a lot more queer representation these days. Uh, There's a lot, you know, there are a lot of like good, like, good examples of queer people who are just normal people, or they're the heroes, or whatever. All fine and dandy. But not in Supernatural up to this point. Like, let's go through the list. (laughs)
1: Uh... It's a very short list, I think
2: It is a very short list And I happen to remember all of them Because they're seared into my fucking brain I can't remember, (laughs) like, my mom's birthday But I can remember this shit So that's (laughs) exciting Okay The, The girl at the end of season two Who was like, I killed my girlfriend And then she dies immediately Yeah Um The guy in Ghost Facers Who dies
1: that's right.
2: And uh, then is like Corbett. and then like saves, yeah, Corbin, Corbett who saves the rest of the characters. The Sam and Dean impersonators. Yeah. From Sam and Dean cosplayers from the Real mm-hmm. Ghostbusters. Crowley, I guess, technically. There's some we'll we'll put Crowley Comma, question mark, or parentheses, question mark, and parentheses. Hmm. Anyone else?
1: <laughs> Is that it?
0: Um... <laughs> that's all I can think of. That's all I can yeah, think of, too. That's all I got.
2: All right. Well, this has been a great. <laughs> <laughs> what a fulfilling list. Um, I think that's it. Like, uh, I don't know, maybe a couple of other side, like very minor side characters. Um. But uh, yeah, and it's going to change. We are going to get some pretty excellent queer characters. I'm very excited about it. But uh, it's just kind of like up until this point, it's just kind of like, Depressing that what we get is I don't know there's a serial killer who has a hard-on for the demon who taught him how to be a serial killer
1: yeah so.
2: but yeah it, and it needed to be commented upon so
0: mm-hmm. and we commented on it god how far indeed we did I'm
2: sorry I'm looking at the episode list to be like how far are we how close is it How close are we to the good queer representation? Please, I'm begging you.
0: It's not too far.
2: It's not too far. It's close. Yeah. We're so close I can taste it, Travis.
1: So close.
2: So close. So close. What is this? Episode 15? Okay. It's going to be okay, Cobor. We're going to make it. Just breathe.
0: So I was talking about with travis before we started recording i did not remember this episode yeah at all mm-hmm. yeah ben said he thought it was boring i thought it was boring because give me the fucking leviathans man like That's don't fair. stop yeah. well my i mean balls.
1: i felt that way what like two three episodes ago mm-hmm. yeah
2: but I also felt like we needed to address the Lucifer situation because we'd put that on the mm. back
0: burner.
1: No, the, It was
0: on the super back burner. Yeah. The B plot was the better part of this episode, I thought.
2: That is fair. That is fair.
0: Like, I don't know, like everything that happens with Jeffrey and everybody is cool and whatnot, but I don't know. If they had done it better, I would have liked it more. Or if they had done something different, I probably would have liked it better. <laughs> Ain't yeah. that just,
2: isn't that just how it goes?
0: <laughs> yeah. that's how it goes. I think the thing that
1: made me like this episode was the Lucifer stuff, for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. Like, the whole Sam buddy cop with his Lucifer hallucination. Like, to me, that was the best part. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I can dig that. Just, like, there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, bro, Sam, because... Dean was drinking that dumb bitch juice this episode. I'll tell you that goddamn much cuz he should have called Sam before he and Limpy went off to fucking go wherever.
2: Are we too good to text now?
0: Yeah, exactly. Shit. We
2: could do we too good to fucking text?
0: Communication. Yeah. Communication. Communication.
1: This mm-hmm. was this was what 2011 there wasn't a good way to portray text messages on screen at the time. It wasn't like nowadays where you can just throw the chat bubbles up there. That yeah. Very <laughs> That's very fair.
2: Do the Sherlock aspect of it.
1: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, this episode is written by Ben Edland, who also wrote...
1: Bendland. Bendland.
2: Bendland. Simon Said, Night Shifter, Hollywood Babylon, Bad Day of Black Rock,
1: Malleus, oh. Maleficarum,
2: Ghostfacers, Speaking. Nice. Speaking of... Um, Monster Movie, Wishful Thinking, On the Head of a Pin The End, Abandon All Hope My Bloody Valentine, The Devil You Know The Third Man Clap Your Hands If You Believe The French Mistake, The Man Who Would Be King And then in this season he's written Hello Cruel World How to Win Friends and Influence Monsters and Repo Man
0: Hmm. So he's got some good ones on his belt He does have some good ones
2: Almost all of these I think I fucking love actually Hmm. Um, I mean abandon all hope, excellent. I loved my mm-hmm. bloody Valentine. Which one which episode is wishful? Oh, I know what episode wishful thinking is. Never mind.
1: Yeah. It's the I mean, it's bad the day fucking, at Black Rock. It's the fucking mm. Bear episode. Night shifter.
2: Yeah, Night shifter was good. Hollywood Babylon was good. Hell yeah. So, he's he's got some
0: He's got some good shit.
2: Yeah, he's got some good shit. And the end is really excellent.
0: Oh yeah. So
2: yeah. He's an episode in season eight. Um, oh, he also directed "The Man Who Would Be King."
1: Oh, that's cool. Oh, I see. He
2: also has a reference in the show. Chuck's uh, pen name, Carver Edlund.
1: Mm-hmm. Is... Oh, look yeah. at that. Yeah. Nice.
2: So, I actually I have to talk about the directing a little bit this episode. Somebody learned about dutch angles.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: And then decided to do dutch angles.
1: I mean, to be fair, something was wrong the whole episode. That is, you know what? Good point.
2: (laughs) I have had enough film classes to know that when a Dutch angle is used, it's usually to indicate that something is not well in the state of Denmark. (laughs) Something is not good. (laughs) So... I was just like, I just was like, damn, we really are looking at these people's chins, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> we really are here to stare at a bunch of chin hairs, are we not? Are we fuck? We haven't really talked about, um, speaking of world building, uh, there's a witch this episode. Yeah. She helps the, um, I'm gonna look her up real quick. i don't look her fucking up real fucking quick. Nora. Nora Havelock.
1: She helped Sam and Dean track down the demon the first time. Yeah. I think. Something like that.
2: Jeffrey is... His his name is uh, Russell Sams, by the way. Two first fucking names. Ridiculous. Uh, and he's been in Supernatural. And some other things. And that's pretty much it.
3: Hmm.
2: Yeah. Not a whole lot that sticks out here. And then uh, Nicole Oliver, who plays the witch, has been in... Brittany Ever After, Sausage Party, She Voiced <laughs> Princess Celestia. What? <laughs> y- yes?
3: That one flew my
0: head.
2: She's, she's a My Little Pony character.
1: Uh, I, I don't know how I missed that one.
2: Yep. She voiced Princess Celestia for It Looks Like All of My Little Pony.
1: Oh, yeah, they usually lock into those kid character actors.
2: Yeah. Holy shit, I'm actually pretty shocked. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you would have been, like, sounds familiar, Travis.
1: No, nah, I mean, I I only knew, like, the main, I only know, like, half of the main cast's voice mm-hmm. actors.
2: Mm-hmm. You failed. You had one job, and that's yeah. to be our crony. <laughs> expert
1: on the show <sighs> it's what we bring I, I, in for. I messed it up yep. to be fair this was she in this before she was in my little pony because my little pony friendship is magic also aired this same year it started airing in like 2011
2: no then i guess i guess she was in i think she was princess celestia first
1: Oh, and
2: then this would have happened
1: oh is it this, this was 2012 wasn't it we're in 2012 time.
2: I think... Yeah, I think so.
1: Right, okay, 2012. Yeah, so she was Princess Celestia first. Yeah. Can't believe I didn't miss that. To be fair, at the time, Supernatural was not on my radar. So if I had seen on the Brony News website Princess Celestia voice actor in an episode of Supernatural, I would have totally went past it. Yeah, that's So. Fair.
2: You weren't. You weren't like... You didn't know if you could go back in time yeah. to tell young Tra- younger Travis... Hey, just so you know, in a couple of years, you're going to be part of a Supernatural podcast with two fucking crazy people.
1: It, yeah, if back then you told- someone had told me, hey, you're going to be hosting a podcast about Supernatural, I would have been like, Pff, Fuck you. No, I'm not. That (laughs) show's fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) And guess what? I'm still right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We never said it was. (laughs) What expectations did we set up that were
1: incorrect? We
2: didn't say it wasn't stupid. We just said it's good sometimes.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it is good. Heavy emphasis on sometimes.
2: No, most. Gotta
1: put gonna put quotes around the word sometimes and also bold italic underline that <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sometimes t- <laughs> supernatural is really excellent and we haven't even gotten to the bad parts yet
0: that's very true oh god yeah, 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 yeah. we haven't got
2: <laughs> um, <bah, bah>, <laughs> okay um but yeah so I like one of the world building aspects I like of it Is that she is a witch Who does white magic And yeah. she helps track down The demon the first time And then this time like Her son gets kidnapped And that's how Jeffrey makes her help With the blah blah blah
1: blah, blah. Yeah so, it's a
3: whole thing
2: It's a whole rigmarole <laughs> So um, I did like You know her basically being like This is my son That's who the demon possesses Um, when he, like, gets summoned back, essentially. Um, and... But I I liked that a witch gets introduced who's not evil. Mm hmm Because the hunters do magic all the time. Like, all the fucking time. And it's fine when they do it, I guess. I don't know. Um, so... No word yet whether or not she, like... Has... Like, is she is she born with her powers or did she learn her witchcraft
1: I don't know. yeah i don't know she was like they referred to her as a wiccan yeah so maybe she learned it
2: yeah so that's what i appreciate about this episode the lucifer sam stuff and like the cool world building shit yeah, I like to learn what other people who aren't hunters do about the supernatural, or like how monsters live in this world, or like demons who have a goal and not just like ultimate chaos, you know that sort of shit. Yeah, that
0: they that they're not just like chaotic evil; they actually have plans and whatnot.
2: Yeah, goals and shit. Even if their plans aren't all like, look, not all plans have to be world ending. Yeah. Sometimes you can just try to meet your quota. <laughs> yeah It's fine. So so yeah. anything else to say about this episode before we kind of move on to next week?
3: Um, I'm ready to move on. yeah, I, I don't <laughs>
1: have anything else to talk about this episode.
2: Yeah. Uh, for me, this episode's a solid like seven out of ten.
1: Yeah, I'd put it right there too. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna give it a four.
1: It's, it's a fair. good. I'd say it's a good episode to watch out of context.
0: That's true. Yes. It's a like, good like, if, self-contained episode. If yeah. you're going
1: to slap someone down and show them, hey, what is Supernatural about? I would choose this episode to be like, here's an out of context episode you can watch. Yeah. Because you don't... like, There's mention of the Leviathan. You don't really need to know about them. Right. All, all that really happens is you learn about these two characters who did a demon hunt and now it's back and they're figuring it out like yeah. I think it's a good it's definitely a good out of context
2: and episode it, it ends with um you know Sam now being kind of stuck with Lucifer so I'm sure mm-hmm. that will matter in the next couple of weeks probably
1: <laughs> that doesn't sound very hopeful
2: I mean he can't go to sleep oh that's true how long can you live without sleep
1: Yeah, he's on fire didn't he do that in a previous season? He just, like, didn't sleep? Oh, is that season four? Or season two? I don't... There, there was a season where he, like, didn't sleep a lot.
2: I, no, I don't know. I don't remember that.
1: Oh, no, no. That was season six. Because oh, Soulless Sam didn't have yeah, to sleep. being Soulless. That's yeah. what it was. This is a
2: little different. Soulless Sam didn't have to sleep. Sam needs to sleep but can't because he's got a a buddy in his head keeping him awake. Gotcha. So. Um, Travis. Yeah. Next week's episode is called Out with the Old.
1: Out with the Old.
2: What is it about?
1: Sam and Dean they are cleaning out their car and they find a bag that is full of like old moldy bread and like chicken wing bones and it just stinks and they're like God, we gotta get this shit out of here so they finally clean it all up but like the chicken bone juice kind of leaked into the upholstery so the smell won't go away for like a long time and now they're just stuck with it
2: ew that's We've a all been gross there. idea <laughs> what hey don't judge me gross no i don't like this i don't like this episode I hope that doesn't happen next week. Yeah. <laughs> Who
0: but would want it, that to happen?
2: If it does, I guess we'll talk about it next week on Hey Assbutt.
0: Yeah. Thank oh, you guys yeah.
2: so much for listening. If you want to hear more from us, please check out Habcast.com, where you can find access to our like links to our social media, at Habcast on Twitter and Instagram, and Hey Assbutt is Supernatural podcast on Facebook we also have a patreon where for three dollars a month you can gain access to our other show called let Shack Ass. We watch things that supernatural actors have been in that are not supernatural. This month we have a Halloween spooktacular episode
1: Ooh. Ooh. so
2: and if that's not out, all right. it,
1: it it will be out by the time this episode comes it out it
2: will be out by the time this episode comes out so we can go ahead and let everybody know we watched House of Wax
3: yeah. if you want to hear
2: about how we feel about House of Wax go go get on our Patreon send us some dollar dollar bills yo yeah um, again thank you guys so much and until next time have fun
1: and don't die
0: bye